Tributes have been pouring in for the off-duty New Zealand soldier killed in eastern Ukraine while fighting on the front line. Dominic Abelin was a Burnham-based soldier. The army is supporting his family and he has been remembered as a highly regarded soldier and man. The founder of volunteer veterans group No Duff, Aaron Wood, said Dominic Abelin had been in Ukraine for quite a while. Mr Wood estimated there, there were no more than 100 New Zealand defence personnel in Ukraine at any one time, but that fluctuated. In a statement, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade said only two New Zealanders had registered on safe travel as being in Ukraine and it was difficult to get a full picture of actual numbers as most are not registering on safe travel. The Hidengawaka Victoria University Wellington Dr Mani Lloyd researches foreign fighters and international law and joins us now. Kia ora, Dr Lloyd. Now, can we or are we able to paint a picture of how many New Zealanders are there on the ground in Ukraine? Um, listen, we can't know the real numbers. Um, what I've seen, as you reported um, earlier this morning from an interviewee, there's an estimated um, 100 New Zealanders there and an estimated 10 perhaps fighting on the front line. But I think, yeah, we can understand that many of them prefer to keep a low profile, and especially because... In this particular conflict, Russia has been particularly interested in threatening and targeting foreigners who are supporting Ukraine's military. For those, like you quoted, the ten, those 10 who are potentially on the front line there, but the others that are there, what are New Zealanders doing there in Ukraine? Well, I, I don't know exactly, but I think in general terms we can say that there's many people that have enlisted formally with Ukraine's foreign legion. That's a foreign legion that's part of Ukraine's um, armed forces. But it seems that there are others who are acting more independently or have um, joined groups that don't necessarily come under the official military structures as well. Um, there's also, of course, people that go to help in other ways, whether that be in first aid or logistics or humanitarian assistance. Um, and I would contrast that with people who um, actually are directly participating in the hostilities. Mm. Obviously, different sorts of categories of fighters as well. What is their, their legal status, want for a better term, around you know what they're entitled to if they're there, um, from support from the New Zealand government, those sorts of things? Mm. Well, my research looks at um, precisely those sorts of questions, uh, more on the international level. But regarding New Zealand... Um, New Zealand's actually always kept open the possibility of foreign enlistment, so in a state, another state's armed forces, and also certain forms of foreign fighting, so that more sort of independent fighting or with joining an armed group. Even though some forms of foreign fighting, such as if you were a mercenary or if you join a terrorist group, those have been criminalised. Um, so what that means is that it's not currently prohibited by New Zealand law to enlist in another country's military and nor is it prohibited in, in general terms to join an armed group overseas. That de- depends, that, that one. Um, yeah, okay, sorry. no, no, keep going. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I think, I mean, this obviously very sad loss of the soldier and as you said, seems to have been somebody who was not only a well-trained and experienced soldier but very well-respected 
I, I still think, nevertheless, and, and with great respect to to that soldier, and and with all my condolences to his family, his friends, and his colleagues, nevertheless, I think this kind of situation it might give us pause for thought about whether more could or should have been done to deter people or perhaps even prohibit people from going overseas to fight outside of official NZDF deployments. And especially as we see even someone very experienced, um, how dangerous the situation can be. And, and some people that do go as these foreign fighters, even if they're very brave or they're wanting to help, they are not going to have that same prior military experience. So I, I do think that it gives us pause for thought um, about our rules around um, that kind of participation of individuals in fighting outside of official NZDF um, deployment. Mm. Oh, for your time today. That is Dr. Marnie Lloyd from Te Waka, uh, who researches foreign fighters and international law.